What's going on, everyone? Just wanted to start it off by saying Happy Father's Day. You know, we got Father's Day coming up this weekend. And, you know, I wanted to put out a special deal for your fathers and on stnutrition.com, Strong Tower Nutrition. We're carrying a bunch of different new products now. We have your, your OMG, your AMF. We have a new uh, BCAs and EAAs, which is going to help you recover. And it's a whiskey and cola flavor, which I encourage you guys to go and order for your dad. And, you know, give him something special. Give him something healthy for this Father's Day. You know, get him to get into the gym and, you know, give him something to help him recover. And really show him how much you love him because you want him around for a long time. So if you go to stnutrition.com and type in DAD10, D-A-D, and then number 10, and you'll get 10% off your order, your whole order, not just the product, your whole order. So go ahead and do do that. Support Strong Tower Nutrition, and I thank you for uh, turning on this podcast and supporting the podcast And again, go to stnutrition.com, use the promo code DAD10, and save your dad's life. It's it's my foundation. It's my faith. It's my work ethic. It's my drive. It's everything that I've tried to build for myself that has made me who I am. Hey, 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 what is going on everyone? Today is Wednesday, June 17th, June 17th, man. We made it to June, we're still going through Corona, we're still going through um, battling uh, systemic racism, um, and fighting for the Black Lives Matter movement, still going through all that. And, you know, we'll probably be fighting for that for a while, man. It's going to take a while because, you know, a lot of people aren't as open-minded. They're not as understanding as what's to what's going on. But, you know, we'll get through it. You know, all this stuff is happening for a reason. All this stuff is happening, and think about it. All this stuff, you know, the whole, the the protests, the virus, you know, all this is going to go down in history. You know, this is history in the making because this time around, this, we're done. We're done with dealing with this racism, with this, you know, this crap in this country, man. And um, I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of people not getting justice when they need it. You know, we still got the cops out there living their life that killed Breonna Taylor. We're still, still haven't seen anything on that, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, this, these things need to happen. They need to happen so we can move forward and we can get better as a country and we can pull each other together and, you know, just keep living our lives and, for those who aren't on board, man, you better catch up. You better open your mind. You better um, try and understand because your way of thinking is old. It's out of here. You know, it's done with. So, and that's one of, uh, t- there's two issues I wanted to talk about. 
that happened that have been going on uh, last week and this week. Uh, the first one was with um, the NASCAR driver. So NASCAR driver Ray Cicerelli, you know, he just came out yesterday with uh, not not so much an apology, more of um, regret, I guess. So he's kind of saying that people that read his tweet misunderstood it. Okay, let's see if there's anything to misunderstand here. He says, well, it's been a fun ride and a dream come true, but if this is the direction NASCAR is headed, we will not participate after 2020 season is over. I don't believe in kneeling during the anthem, nor taking people, people right to fly whatever flag they love. I could care less about the Confederate flag, but there are people that do it and doesn't make them a racist. All you are doing is fucking one group to cater to another, and I ain't spend the money we are to participate in any political BS, so everything is for sale. Okay, so in the tweet he does say, I could care less about the Confederate flag. So the Confederate flag was mainly for support of the the um the people the soldiers fighting for the confederacy right and you know which is funny because people think it's un-american to not be able to have the american flag but the confederacy was un-american so you know what i mean they're the ones that didn't want to come together to form the united states therefore we wouldn't be the united states of america so anyway, there's that. And then also, like they did have organizations back then. So in 1948, a group um, condemned the use of the flag in, in demonstration, demonstrations of college groups and some political groups and launched a formal effort to protect the flag from misuse. So they say misuse is by different groups like the KKK or different white supremacists or um, used for political reasons. Uh, several southern states subsequently passed laws to punish desecration of the Confederate flag. All those efforts proved futile. In the decades after the flag fad, the Confederate flag became, as one, of the, as one southern editor wrote, confetti in careless hands. So if you really look into what Ray Cicerelli is saying, um, like he's saying on the part as like it's where he like he's doing it like he would be supporting those lost um, Confederate soldiers that died in the Civil War and things of that nature. But, dude, it's. You have to take away this flag because of what it stands for, what the what the South created it, it to stand for. You know, it lost its original reason because of how much it was used for hate. So you can't take back that original reason. I'm sorry. It's just no one's going to think of it like that. Too many people over too long of time have used it for 
um, for reasons of hate, you know, um, slave owners used it. People that hated black people used it. You know what I mean? White supremacists used it as their main, as their main flag, you know? So how are you going to think of it as something that is used in memorial to, um, remember those soldiers it's not going to happen you know and i hate that it has to be that way but also we're a united nation now we're united states of america why do you feel the need that that flag should be flown you know what i mean and i know what he's saying he doesn't care about the confederate flag but the fact of Taking away something is taking a part of your freedom. You know, if you're taking away this, why not? Why don't we just take away everything else? You know what I mean? It's a deeper reason. There's a deeper reason for that. We're trying to rid this country of the of the racists and the bigotry and all the the racism of this country, and that's the one of the number one things that shows racism that stands for racism it became that it became a sing a, a symbol of racism so you have to get rid of it i fully believe you have to get rid of it um i'm sorry for you southerners that really um want to celebrate your loss and maybe you have a family member that was that fought in the civil war or something like that like I get it. No one's taking away your um, ability to honor your, say, like you had like a, a relative that served in the Civil War. No one's taking away that ability to honor them. You can honor them all they want, all you want. But over our entire country, we don't need that flag to be flown. We do not respect what went on while that flag was flown so that's my view on it and um after reading this tweet again maybe people did take it out of context or did not understand what he was trying to say uh but dude um he did make a name for himself. I'd say that. <laughs> if he wanted to do anything, he made people know who he was because he wasn't doing that driving. You know, out of 32 races, he came in top 10 once. And, um, you know, he wasn't doing too much in NASCAR. So, uh, you know, this tweet really made a name for himself, you know. Um But even though you say, I could care less about the Confederate flag, your tweet, all in all, kind of still supports keeping it. You know what I mean? So, um, after all we're trying to do now, it came at a very um, insensitive time. And, you know, I would just reread what you tweeted. And just take a moment and reflect and be like, oh, man, you know what? I messed up. 
know what I mean? I know what I'm trying to stand for. It didn't come across the correct way. Um, and also, it's not the right thing. It's not the right symbol thing to stand for. You know what I mean? This flag is not the not the way to go. You know what I mean? Um, we're going to always remember it. That doesn't mean we need to have it flown here. You know, people think, oh, we need these things to remember our history. We need these things. Okay. Do you see... Um, I think we do. We do have things. Because there's going to be things that aren't going to be taken down that will help us... Well, not help us, but will allow us to remember everything that we've, this country has been through. You know, um, what, what black people had to go through. You know, you have museums all around the world that remind you what the Jews went through. And, um, it really does like it, 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 it makes you think back to how much hate there was, you know, and when you, when you read about this history and when you see this history that America had to go through and is still pretty much going through, you know, not the enslavement, the enslavement, but the unjust police brutality the um the wrongful like you know finding a black person on the street saying oh well you look like you fit the description of this how are you able to just go up and just tell someone to get on the ground because they look like something You know what I mean? Like, why don't, why isn't more research done? I listened to the actor uh, Jay Farrow. And he lived in the suburbs his whole life. You know, he said he was, he was raised in a, um, a two-parent family home, mom and dad. Didn't have to deal with any kind of racism growing up, all that kind of stuff. But then, maybe like a week ago, a couple of days ago, something like that. He was walking down the street, told by a cop to get on the ground out of nowhere, just out of nowhere. He looked around to make sure he was talking to him. He's like, oh, wow, he is talking to me. He gets on the ground. They tell him, like, oh, you fit the description of so-and-so, you know. Three other officers come, do the same thing they did with George Floyd. He put his knee on his neck. Uh, Jay states that he did, they didn't do it for nine, nine minutes. But uh, long enough to know what it felt like. And he tells the officers like, hey man, you could Google me. You could Google my name and see that I'm not this guy that you're looking for. And then, you know, after a minute, they found that they were wrong. And uh, they let him go. But still, man, like, just to be able to go up to someone and just do that. I don't know. There's got to be more to that system. And police have to do better. I'm not saying it's all of them. 
You know, I got people on my Facebook that are constantly putting out things that are happening to cops and, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? You know, I don't think cops deserve that, but, you know, they need to be able to stand up for themselves. You know, the good ones need to outweigh the bad. They need to stand up and say, hey, dude, like, you know what I mean? I was talking to a guy the other day, and he said, um, no one's gonna, what do you call it? He said, he called it a blue wall. He said, no one's going to um, break down that blue wall. Meaning, like, no one's gonna snitch on their brother or sister. It has nothing to do with snitching, man. This is where people get things wrong, man. You don't have to go and snitch. But keep people accountable. You know what I mean? So say, like, my actual blood brother and sister did something, right? I'm not going to go tell my parents. I'm going to talk to them face-to-face. Hey, man, what are you, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, and talk to them face-to-face and try and try and deal with it that way rather than, you know, something happening to them. You know, keep each other accountable. Stand up for each other. Like, you know, you hear someone saying racist stuff. You hear, you see someone doing something they shouldn't be doing on the job. I saw a clip where two officers were arresting a guy. One of the dudes puts his knee on the guy's neck. The other guy takes his knee and puts, pulls it back off the guy's neck. In the heat of everything. I believe it was going on during a protest and everything. And this guy, you know, has the, the, the thought to do that. But. Yeah. And then staying with the same. Um, and you know another thing that's kind of irritating. So I asked. Uh, people on Instagram. So you know call in. Call in. And if you still want to call in. 302-313-6429. Call into the show, and I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts on this. I want to hear your thoughts on the Confederate flag stuff, on the Black Lives Matter things. You know what I mean? Everyone is so quick to share an article or type out something because you're hiding behind your camera. Or not your camera, your computer. I'm hiding behind my camera. But, um, but, but you can't call in and just, you know, I have an open mind. I'm not going to hate you, whatever. I'm going to try. If you have an opinion that I disagree with, I'll try to, you know, help you out. But I'm not going to sit there and, like, get pissed off at you and stuff like that. Because, you know, you believe what you believe. We all have different experiences. We all grew up different places. Which is exactly why these, like... Why white people don't and will never understand what a lot of black people go through. So, but just adding to that, you know, um, the other issue was the Greg Glassman issue. (sighs) It's just, (laughs) I swear, man, just some people just do not think when... 
they decide to go to their phone or they decide to go to their computer and just type stuff. They don't think it through. So this dude posts, he's the CEO of CrossFit. He's pretty much the founder of CrossFit. Um, he says it's Floyd 19. So mixing together the George Floyd and Corona and COVID-19, right? Dude, one of the most insensitive things, you know, like leave the comedy to the comedians. Like, I know you're trying to be funny, trying to make light of something. But this isn't the time to make light of a serious situation. We have two serious situations we're trying to deal with at the same time. And you're trying to make a little joke about it. You know, it's very, very insensitive, very, um, you know, I've seen people call it racist. I mean, I don't know. I didn't think anything of it until I read this article because then, um, so this article is called, um, I'm a black gym owner. Here's why I'm cutting ties with CrossFit. And the guy's name is Andre Cruz. So he talks about how he got into CrossFit and he decided to open a gym and all this kind of stuff and what CrossFit has done with his life, done for his life and how many people CrossFit has brought together. Cause it's a, it's a movement, man, you know, um, So we hear so after he sees Greg Glassman's tweet, he said he turns he turned he said I immediately turned to my wife and said, We're not with CrossFit anymore. So the next day, um, I guess uh, Greg Glassman was on a private Zoom call with different owners of different gyms. On the Zoom call he says, We're not mourning for George Floyd. I don't think me or any of my staff are. And regarding worldwide protests, he mused, I doubt very much that they're mourning for Floyd. I don't think that there's a general mourning for Floyd in any community. Dude, I don't think your eyes are open. <laughs> I don't think you're watching. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're screwing yourself, dude. What the hell? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Some things are just unbelievable to me. I don't <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get you know. Yeah, we're mourning George Floyd, man. And we're mourning all the other black people that have dealt with the same thing. You know, Ahmaud Aubrey, Eric Garner, Breonna Taylor. You know, you can name name after name after name. Trayvon Austin, not Trayvon Austin, he's a football player. Um, shit, I his name. Trayvon, I don't know. The young kid that got shot because he was wearing a hoodie. You know... I understand people get scared. But uh, if I learned any, anything doing security and stuff like that, 
man, you can't stereotype. You really can't. You really can't stereotype. And that's what uh, I think people and white people in particular are very uh, known for. I think they're very good at stereotyping. They see a person of a different color dressed one way and think they're automatically going to do something. Whereas really, it could be a white man in a suit to do the worst to you. You know what I mean? You know, just sit back and reflect on that for a second, you know? But luckily, this dude, man, um, Andre Cruz, you know, he changed uh, the name to uh, Functional Fitness Gym instead of CrossFit. So he didn't close his gym. You know, he just said, hey, we're, we're not calling ourselves CrossFit. We're not calling it CrossFit. A lot of CrossFit competitors decided not to compete. I don't know if they not I don't know if they decided not to compete anymore, but definitely like this year they haven't they decided that. So do you think just because you work out and you uh, eat healthy and all that stuff, right? You think you're really healthy, you know? At least like I did, you know. And then I went and got my blood work done and shows that I'm at risk for heart attacks because my HDL was low. I was like, oh, I thought I've been doing it right this whole time. You know what I mean? So I looked for everything to do. I changed my diet. Um, I, I dropped my carbs and I added more fats so I could keep the same amount of calories. Um, and I was just like, okay, I need, just to, I need to make sure that my healthy fats are in order and everything I'm doing is correct, right? So I, I put in my diet the OMG, you know, the algal oil that uh, Run Everything Labs uh, supplies us at Strong Tyrant Nutrition. And, you know, after using this for, I think I used it for a month straight and went and got my blood work done again and now I'm normal. So now I'm not at risk for any type of heart disease or anything like that. My healthy fats are back up and they're exactly where I want to be. So I continue taking the OMG as well as um, eating the healthy fats. You know, you don't just want to use the supplement. You also want to change your diet to what you need to change it to. And, you know, OMG are vegan omega-3s. It's not fish oil. I can't stress that enough. It's not fish oil. We took away the fish. Took away the fish. And this is um, the algae that the fish would feed on, right? Um, so now, so it's algal oil. And if you go to stnutrition.com, you can get 10% off. Uh, the OMG is part of our Father's Day deal this weekend. So go to stnutrition.com, get your OMG for 10% off. Use the code DAD10. Again, that's stnutrition.com. Get your OMG. Stay healthy. Make sure you're taking in your healthy fats because just because you're working out, just because you're doing cardio or being active 
doesn't mean you're actually healthy. So focus on your diet, focus on your supplementation. Go to sdnutrition.com, use the code DAD10, and get a deal. So this is the clip. This is the clip of Ronnie Coleman on Joe Rogan that uh, is going like crazy in the fitness world. And body fat. I was 0. .33. 0. .33. What does I that won't... mean? <laughs> is that less than three percent? That's less than half a percent. Less. Oh, 0. .33. Like what? 0. .33. How does yeah. a human get that low? Uh, I I got I got to attribute it to my genetics. But. So he says he got down to 0.33% body fat, less than half a percent. So I didn't quite believe that. And um, I know it's cool to say, you know what I mean? Because I'm sure it did come up on whatever test he did. I'm sure Ronnie's just not, he's not lying. You know, but uh, that test was false. So, you know what I mean? Um, there has been actual facts of people getting very low, as, as low as 1%, but you're not going to get in the negatives. You know, you're not going to get lower than 1%. Uh, some say that DK Metcalf, a receiver that's on the Seahawks, um, at the combine, he, got, he was at one6 um, I'm not sure by looking at him, it didn't look like it. It didn't look like 1.6. So if you want to see something, um, there's a bodybuilder who was known for getting low body fat. Dude, this guy is ridiculously dry. You know, almost like, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, almost impossibly dry. His name is Andreas Munzer. Uh, he's Austrian. And, um, dude, I mean, look at the pictures of this guy. See, that's what 1% to me looks like. You can see literally everything. Literally everything. Oh, that's not him. There's him. And this is the classic picture of him, like him doing the most muscular. It's just crazy. And then he ended up, um, he did end up dying at a early age. And, um, they say it's from a drug overdose. Uh, don't know what kind of drug. But uh, I'm assuming something he took to get that dry because this dude, they said his liver like like shrunk and folded up like a sponge. Like a, it was just like, like just shriveled up. And it's because of the stuff that he took to do that. Um... I don't know. I probably could find something. My computer's going really slow right now, though, so. But anyway, yeah. So he would get down to, like, the craziest percentage. I think the lowest that was the lowest he was been at. He's been at 
So I looked to see if 0.33% was possible. Because in order to get down that low, like drugs have to be involved, um, diuretics, uh, you know, you're not just going to do that with conditioning and diet. You know what I mean? I think the lowest I've been was like three or four. And um, those kind of things were, did come into play. But um, so I looked on, I wanted to get more information about body fat. So then I found, <clears throat> so I found, so when you're, you're burning your triglycerides, you're burning um, like um, different kinds of fat, your body has different kinds of fat that do certain things, right? At least 10 to 13% of their body composition to come from essential fat to be good, in good health, while men need, uh, while men require at least 2 to 5%. So the 2 to 5%, you could still be healthy you know which is wild to me um but it is possible to get below that but 0.33 not quite sure um that i believe that i've watched a couple doctors that have youtube channels so i'm not too sure how good they are but uh they both said the same thing they both said yeah it's possible um but also like you would die <laughs> you need body fat to live you know because it protects it's not just your um fat under your skin you got different types of layers of fat to protect your your organs and stuff like that so yeah man but it, it is a good story to tell it's cool to you know if that came up on one of his uh tests it's cool to it's cool to tell people that. I would tell people that too. You know, yeah, I came up as 0.33. You know, so I'm sure Ronnie doesn't like really believe that. Um but but it's a cool story. It's a cool story to tell. So Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, so um this week has been, uh, you know, pretty slow for me. Um, you know, you got we got Father's Day coming up. Uh, got my mom to talk my dad out of going to, uh, I think he wanted to go to Georgia for a two-week hike. Um, he's done bits and pieces of the Appalachian Trail. And I think he, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to go to down south to... Uh, do that for two weeks, which I had no problem with, but dude had a back spasm like a week ago. I'm just like, okay, okay. You know, like you can't be doing that. You can't go on a two week hike when you're by yourself in the middle of nowhere. You know, yeah, you might see some people here and there, but what if your back spazzes up when you can't move? You know, you're waiting for Who's going to get you first, a person or an animal, you know, because out there, you know, that's the, that's the bear's land. That's the mountain lions. That's, you know, all those kind of things. I don't play with that, but I mean, that was the one thing I would be worried about for him. Um, I know he acts like he's not too worried about it, but I'm glad he, you know, changed his mind 
and he'll be there for Father's Day, and we can all hang out and have a have a good time together. So, uh, I guess I'll end that here, and um, I just thank you all for listening. Thank you all for uh, just you know keep listening. Um, we're gonna. I'm trying to get to guests in person again. Uh, it's gonna be pretty difficult because people still. You know, really, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. They're still hanging on that, hanging on to the the COVID thing. Um, I'm not too worried about it. But a lot of people, they seem to ignore a lot of information that's coming out, that's continuously coming out. They're still hanging on to the information that first came out. You know what I mean? So, and the information I'm talking about is like, it's very rare for asymptomatic people to spread the virus. Um, and that was, that was brought out by the World Health Organization. So I'm not just saying that. I don't know. That's just me. But anyway, thank y'all for listening and I'll see you next time. It's Strong Tower Podcast. We're out. Peace.